0: Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. What's trending on Money FM 89.3? Good afternoon, I'm Hong Bin Jung and it's What's Trending. And for today, since I'm here at the Singapore Fintech Festival, where global leaders, experts and fintech players have come together to share their thoughts and ideas of the future of finance and digital economy, and in light of this event, Singapore Fintech Association has released the Fintech Talent Report 2023, which uncovers talent trends that are unique to Singapore fintech industry by assessing talent needs challenges and opportunities that shape the workforce agenda. So to find out more about the findings on the latest report and to dive in deeper about the trends and challenges and opportunities for the year ahead, I'm pleased to be joined with me now here at the Singapore FinTech Festival, Shadab Tayabi, who is the president of the Singapore FinTech Association. Shadab, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Hongbin, for having me. appreciate it. Thank
0: you for joining me today. Okay, so to kick things off, What were some of the key findings from the report? Why is it crucial for us to note these findings?
1: I think it's important to note the context of where these findings are coming from. So if you look at the geopolitical Mm -hmm. changes that are happening and also a sense of, you know, so-called dip in the funding also, the obvious expectation would be that you might be thinking that founders are worried about growth and so yeah. on. But I'm happy to report that there is a lot of optimism okay. in the in this uh, fintech sector. Mm-hmm. And specifically, there are a few channels that are used by fintech companies mm-hmm. to source talent. And they've highlighted that there will be an increase in the workforce required for the okay. next one to two years, growth in workforce, mm-hmm. which of course translates to growth in business also, yeah. obviously. And there are a few sources that they've identified as the main sources of talent, including employee referrals, online job portals, and as well as headhunters, which Mm -hmm. remain still a good source. Now, the fintechs are also increasingly turning to alternative ways of sourcing talent as well, Mm. such as internal mobility. There's a lot of focus on talent development within the fintech companies themselves, partnerships with other organizations, which can actually help them reach out for business different models, as well as social media, which is, of course, a given. There is also a very high increase in tapping on gig marketplaces uh, and communities, such as GitHub, Stack. This has increased to 22% in 2023, up from 7% in 2022. So you can see that our own industry is actually consuming... The technological advancements ourselves, yeah. and there is a change in the way a workforce operates across. Mm-hmm. And we are, our own founders are like literally tapping on to the new sources of talent in whichever shape and form yeah. to grow their industry.
0: You know, high inflation, rising interest rates, and as you mentioned, geopolitical tensions, they have continued to impact our financial landscape this year, including the fintech industry. So, has Singapore continued to hold a strong standing in the fintech industry? industry? industry this year as it did the last?
1: Absolutely. Although the fintech sector has encountered challenges in 2023, there is remarkable resilience that has actually been shown. We have actually encountered a three-year low funding in H1 2023, industries is still rebounding from the significant surge that Mm -hmm. began in h2 2019 fintechs continue to display resilience optimism for the year ahead with actually 30 percent growth in the workforce projected in the next one to two years by the fintechs that we interviewed for this report in addition to that there are 22 percent more fintechs who have cited that growth will continue albeit at a slower pace okay of course there is smaller segment which says there is a decrease in the fintech citing the growth of fintech sector will accelerate but still it is all pointing towards more optimism towards the growth of our fintech sector Mm -hmm. in terms of factors which are impacting this hiring forecast there is an increase in fintech citing limited funding and investment Mm -hmm. but overall there is still optimism about growth, which is really projected within the report itself.
0: I see. I see. I mean, as you mentioned, the fintech sector did encounter these challenges, but despite encountering these challenges, they were able to thrive and adapt to the current landscape. And that was outlined in the report as well. So how were they able to do so? How were they able to overcome problems such as talent shortage?
1: I think it's a lot to do with a mix of different factors. Mm-hmm. I would clearly highlight that our fintechs are extremely, extremely, I would say, adaptable. Mm-hmm. So the fintech founders know how to change the, the tact if it's required. So one aspect is, of course, tapping on to the existing talent pool. So, of course, as fintechs, one of the key challenges that always remain is there is an increased expectation in the salaries that the employees want. Mm-hmm there is always that attraction towards incumbents. Mm -hmm. But if you look at these challenges, you realize that no, they are not the only factors that is limiting them. The FinTech founders are inventive or Mm -hmm. creative enough to look for alternate talent pools as well. One is making sure that there is less attrition, Mm -hmm. which is also reflected in the report that almost 10 to 15% of the attrition rate has remained constant Mm -hmm. for 2022, even though with so many headwinds. There is also a 10% increase in the number of employees who have stayed in a company for more than three years. Mm -hmm. So these are all signs of growth and of optimism. But more importantly, from a fintech founder's perspective, they are putting in the efforts of finding more talent from alternate sources as well. So universities are not the only talent pool Mm -hmm. or experienced workers are not the only talent pool. I can cite some examples of our fintech companies who have actually removed The qualification of a degree uh, in terms of hiring individuals they are okay to hire polytechnic graduates directly because it's all skills based Mm. it's all about the ability to learn in fact president Thurman, in his earlier speech today we were very fortunate to have him open our singapore fintech festival he highlighted clearly that it's not about What do you know? It's all about willing to learn and your continuous learning approach, which is what a lot of our fintechs have been focusing on as well. They are grooming their internal talent. They are putting more effort and time and resources into learning and development. Mm -hmm. There has been an increased spend in the amount per employee that our fintechs are spending. More than 62% are spending more than $500 every year. So these are all signs of showing how the fintechs are focusing on their existing talent pool. The other part I want to highlight is the ability to look for alternate talent pools, specifically mid-career professionals. People who are above 35, 40s, -hmm. who have a technological background and experience but they have not had the ability to so-called break into the fintech sector, Mm -hmm. or they may have issues or transformation happening in their own industries, they are looking forward to joining fintech industry. Mm. But you cannot train someone to be a programmer in, let's say, Python or some of those more advanced languages right away. Mm -hmm. So there is mid-career conversion programs that even SFA, our own association, is running in collaboration with Workforce Singapore, as an Mm -hmm. example. We have already had two cohorts. We were very lucky to have too much enthusiasm coming in. It's a nine month program, three months structure training, followed by six months of internship with individual FinTech companies who are our own SFA members to bring them up to speed for them to be employable directly. So we chose QA engineer as an example, as one of the positions that some 10 or 11 of our fintech companies at SFM members chose to train them and bring them on board, mm-hmm. and they are already starting to produce. So it's, like I mentioned, it's all about creativity mm-hmm. in not just relying on traditional talent pools, mm-hmm. but also extending beyond making sure that you are focusing on your existing employees training them, looking for alternate talent pools, and widening your search area.
0: I see. I see. I mean, you mentioned some of the trends that you saw within the industry when seeking out for talent. So is talent consideration still critical?
1: talent concentration will always be critical. (laughs) I mean, it is what drives business growth. And there's an obvious question that gets asked all the time. Yeah. That with the advent of AI, Mm -hmm. sorry, I'm doing your job here. (laughs) With the advent of AI, sometimes there is always that, I mean, that obvious question, are they going to replace jobs? Well, The fact is they are Probably going to replace some jobs, Mm -hmm. but there will be new jobs that are going to be created as well. Because now you're looking at an increased demand for programmers, specifically on AI, blockchain, and some of these new emerging technologies, which were not available earlier. In fact, I will quote President Thurman again from his speech earlier today. He did talk about how AI may transform industries from a workforce perspective. Mm But there is a completely new, different paradigm that he talked about, which was appending the overall workforce as well. So basically, some of the jobs may get promoted to a higher Mm -hmm. salary base just because they are able to use the new technologies to create more efficiency. While there may be normalization of salaries and wages across very high end paying salary, you know, just because you are able to service a much larger set of customers with that same level of resources required.
0: I mean, one of the biggest overarching themes of this year at the festival is, of course, A.I. And you did mention how, you know, A.I., if you think of it a bad way, it will take over some of our jobs, but not all jobs. It does create some of the jobs as well. So was there, you know, a main emerging skill employers sought out for when recruiting talent in terms of A.I.?
1: Specifically, yes. The short answer is yes. So overall, in our report, in our survey, we found that there's an increase of about 10% mm-hmm. in AI engineers, 10% increase in technology service management roles, okay. as well as cyber security specialists. So these are some of those niche roles which will increase in demand as mm-hmm. we go forward. And of course, blockchain engineers as well. And this is all not for the longer term. This is Mm -hmm. for the next one to two years. So there is going to be a huge demand for that. And Singapore being the fintech hub that we are, I mean, the small red dot that we are, but we have been able to push ourselves, you know, we have been punching above our weight, becoming the global fintech hub. It is very clearly seen that this demand will definitely come on to our own talent pool as well mm-hmm. and uh, i think that's where we are working very closely the sfa is working very closely with the universities with the polytechnics in helping them design their curriculum okay. we work with them on fintech foundation courses to train up the people who are not in from the fintech industry and financial services industry so there are a lot of efforts that we are doing from a community perspective also so that we are able to create more opportunities for our workforce. If you look at the numbers, the FinTech workforce in Singapore has already grown to 18,000 people, which is a 30% increase from last year. And the good news is it is going to increase by another 30% over the next one to two years. So this industry probably didn't exist 10 years ago
0: (laughs) in in, in its true
1: sense. Since eight years ago, we coined the term FinTech, Mm -hmm. which was, of course, you know, taken up by our regulators and to start with. But it has become one of the major industry segments, which has high potential for growth. So to your question earlier, new specialist specialized skills are needed Mm -hmm. and they will continue to be in this space programmers are always needed of course in the short to the medium term our talent pool can only suffice so much so there will be a bit of a balance between a local talent workforce versus a foreign talent workforce Mm -hmm. let's call them international friends who are part of our industry and they have literally played a very important role in bringing us to the state we are in from a fintech perspective our industry i can tell you that more than 30 to 40% of our founders were not born in singapore which is a huge example of how singapore attracts the world's best right. provides them with the necessary resources infrastructure landscape needed for them to grow their companies and bases out from singapore
0: mm-hmm. If you're just joining us now, we're currently speaking to Shadab Tayabi, who is the president of Singapore FinTech Association about the latest trends, challenges, and opportunities in the FinTech industry. Shadab, you know, AI has brought opportunities and it did have some drawbacks, but how can we then find the right balance to take advantage of the opportunities of AI, but also, you know, limiting the risk of job losses due to artificial intelligence?
1: So, like I explained earlier as well, it's, it's not about job losses. Okay. It's about job transformation. Mm-hmm. So, there will be industries that would be impacted more than the others. But in the end, it is probably a positive sum game, not a zero sum <laughs> game, I would say. It's a lot to do with training skills or I would say inculcating skills, which are beyond any machine to inculcate. Mm-hmm. Most of simple example being EQ. Yeah. You cannot train a machine to have... An EQ, you can train it to have cognitive abilities, mm-hmm. probably better than individuals or humans mm-hmm. in the short run, you know, with the current technologies we have, but not EQ. So we are actually moving towards a state where people who understand AI... Mm-hmm will probably be doing much better than people who do not understand AI. Now, it's all about using the technology to their best defense, and it is not limited to our fintechs or financial services sector. It is actually expansive across. We were given examples of how healthcare sector is being transformed as well, where doctors will probably get a lot more support from AI to take care of more patients. There will be more patients being served by individual nurses and the service staff as well. So all those things are coming in as well. But from a fintech perspective, specifically AI, the balance is EQ. Most importantly, is continuous learning. So even our fintech professionals, there's a huge demand for programmers. There's a huge demand for product managers, project managers, solution architects. But there's an equally huge demand for people to understand the usage of AI in the customer use cases. Mm -hmm. And that cannot be learned or replaced by any AI.
0: Okay. Well, going forward then, what can we expect for the year ahead in the fintech industry? Can we see more opportunities? I mean, what kind of opportunities do you expect?
1: Definitely, there's going to be a marked increase in the fintech sector's Mm -hmm. workforce. As highlighted in our report, it's 30% that Mm -hmm. most of the fintechs are sort of projecting in the next one to two years. So, that will definitely bring a higher demand for software developers, product managers, project managers, as Mm -hmm. well as data analysts. But that is from the fintech sector perspective. Now, the reality is where is fintech taking this towards? Mm Fintech, I think the biggest advantage that Fintech brings on the table is financial inclusion. There is a very very huge social cause to getting financial inclusion or underbanked and unbanked people getting access to financial services using Fintech, which is what was highlighted by the IMFMD earlier today as well at the opening stage. We are very fortunate to have the IMFMD, the World yes. Bank President, and of course our very own President Thurman, yes. who is already a global voice on finance, to be able to open our Fintech festivals. That's a huge, big win for us. Now, it's not about just the growth of the Fintech industry. Where it does it bring the society to? Mm-hmm. So this is this is where financial inclusion, which is a very, very important outcome of the what Fintechs provide to Consumers and businesses. That is what it will drive. That is going to be a much bigger positive trend. Now, a culmination of using AI Mm -hmm. for uh, sustainability-led projects, that's another important aspect. We need to realize that sustainability is a goal which is common across boundaries, races, Mm -hmm. languages, religion. I just recited (laughs) our pledge. (laughs) But the reality is that unless you have the right level of focus on sustainability, Mm -hmm. driven by AI, which is able to scale it, we will not be able to get to that mission that we have all decided towards using, the climate change challenges.
0: Well, thank you so much, Shadab, for joining me today.
1: Thank you, Hongbin, for having me.
0: Thank you. Enjoy the chat. We've been speaking to Shadab Tayabi, who is the president of Singapore FinTech Association, about the latest talent trends, challenges, and opportunities in the FinTech industry. I'm Hongbin Jung, and this has been What's Trending.